Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. I'm Michelle Martin, hoping your weekend was just a smash. Asia-Pacific markets trading mix this morning as investors assess the latest economic figures from the United States and COVID figures from China. U.S. markets are closed this evening for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Now, over in Hong Kong, meanwhile, passengers are now able to take a high-speed train to and from mainland China. This for the first time in three years. The rail line reopened yesterday. Beijing, meanwhile, is reporting a surge of nearly 60,000 COVID deaths over the past month since doing an about-face on its COVID-0 policies. Officials say the peak may now be passed, although observers say it is more likely to continue for another month or two. This is your solo edition of The Market View. I'm Michelle Martin. Warm welcome. Let's start this morning with two Taiwanese-listed electronic manufacturers, both of whom play important roles in the production of Apple iPhones. So I'm talking about Foxconn Technology and Pegatron Corporation. Now, the big news here is that both companies are expanding and they're shifting some production facilities away from China. Foxconn is already Apple's biggest iPhone maker and it is responsible for some 70% of global iPhone shipments. Pegatron also makes iPhones and likes Foxconn. Like it, its production facilities are primarily in the PRC. COVID disrupted affects both Foxconn and Pegatron production numbers, the COVID-related disruptions, and Foxconn and Pegatron production numbers have seen effects over the past couple of years. Foxconn also faced violent protests. Well, now both companies are taking steps to mitigate geopolitical and supply chain risks. They're expanding outside China. Southeast Asia, and in particular, Vietnam and Indonesia, are set to benefit from these expansion plans. These companies will also be building more facilities in Mexico and elsewhere in the Americas. Okay, so what does this mean for the company's stocks? Well, Foxconn and Pegatron shares have been outperforming Apple. Both companies have enjoyed double-digit gains over the past three months. During the same period, Apple shares have lost ground. Stay tuned and we'll see how Foxconn and Pegatron's moves to diversify where iPhones are made impact their share prices as well as that of Apple's. We'll keep an eye on that. Let's shift now to the United States, which is set to face a major political and financial risk of its own and one largely of its own making. I am talking about the fact that the U.S. government continues to spend significantly more than it makes in taxes. On its own, it wouldn't be an issue as long as Washington can issue bonds and borrow money from the markets. But Republicans who took control of the U.S. House of Representatives this month are not ready to raise the U.S. debt ceiling. We talked about this on one show last week as a key risk facing global markets this year. Now, the latest news on this front is that the U.S. Treasury is going to start taking extraordinary measures this week in order to continue paying the government's bills. Essentially, the Treasury Department will 
stop making investments in several pensions and disability funds. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is warning that if Congress does not raise the debt ceiling before June, Washington could default on its obligations, an action that would most certainly roil the financial markets. Democratic lawmakers are insisting that the government be allowed to honor commitments made by previous Congresses, while Republican lawmakers say they won't budge on the debt ceiling unless large budget cuts are passed. All right, let's move on to Up or Down, the solo edition. I name a company or an item in the news and you play along with me at home. So we all figure out which way it's moving. Is it moving up or is it moving down? Today, I want to start by focusing on U.S. banks and corporate earnings. So let's start first with J.P. Morgan Chase. Its deal-making desk suffered a slowdown in the fourth quarter of the year, but higher interest rates helped the bank net 11 billion U.S. dollars last quarter. That's six percent higher than a year ago. J.P. Morgan, like many other banks, has been helped considerably by the U.S. Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes. So that's an up for J.P. Morgan Chase, whose shares rose 2.5% on Friday. A word of caution, though, J.P. Morgan Chase is also setting aside more than $2 billion U.S. dollars to cover potential bad loans that may result in the U.S. if the U.S. enters a recession, I should say. Next up, I want to look at Bank of America. So different bank, different numbers, but same story. The Bank of America beat analysts' expectations thanks to higher interest rate margins, but the bank is also experiencing a slowdown in M&A activity and is setting aside funds in case clients default on their loans. BOA shares finished up 2% on Friday. Our third bank this morning is Wells Fargo. Now, this one is a bit more complicated. Wells Fargo's earnings tumbled 50% last quarter. This is a huge drop in due part to a slowdown in the bank's mortgage business, which is performing so poorly that Wells Fargo is backing out of the mortgage market. On top of that, Wells Fargo's profits have been hit by legal and regulatory costs. In December, the bank agreed to a $3.7 billion U.S. dollar settlement to cover illicit conduct. It has been charging consumers illegal fees and even repossessing vehicles and homes that it had no right to. This is definitely a down in my books, even if Wells Fargo shares rallied 3% on Friday. Our last entry today is... Outside the finance sector, and this is Tesla, which is always making news, or at least boss Elon Musk is. So what do you think? Is Tesla moving up or moving down today? Well, like many things involving Elon Musk, it really depends on how you look at it, right? Tesla's sales are flagging and its share price is down 65% over the past year. But now Tesla is lowering the cost of its cars as well. It slashed the price of a Model Y SUV, which is its bestseller in the US by 20%. The EV maker is lowering the price of other cars as well. I like lower prices, so that is an up in my books. All right, our next story relates to Elon Musk as well. But first, let me ask you, can you imagine working for a major international tech firm and then being told you have to vacate your office by 5 p.m.? 
Well, employees at Twitter's Asia-Pacific headquarters down at Capita Green Building on Market Street received emails telling them to do that just last week. They had less than a day to clear out their desks and start working from home. Never mind that Twitter's new CEO, Elon Musk, remember he's been an outspoken opponent of work from home. Now, the problem here, though, is one of finance. Twitter reportedly had not paid its rent for the Capital Green offices. As outrageous as this may sound, Twitter hasn't paid the rent due on its global headquarters in San Francisco either. Some Twitter employees here in Singapore were caught off guard by the change in work plans, as one does. You come to work expecting your office to still be an office. And they had to be escorted out of the building by Capita Green staff. Twitter has been a tenant at Capita Green since 2015, and investors are now wondering whether Twitter's potential exit from Capita Green will affect the profits of the building's owner, Capitaland Integrated Commercial Trust, more commonly known as CICT. Now, CICT's officials are telling their unit holders not to worry and that potential loss of rent from Twitter will be immaterial. And even though Twitter is one of its biggest tenants, it accounts for less than 1% of CICT's total rental income. CICT's units have risen about 1% since Twitter offices at Capital Green were forcibly shuttered, and there have been mixed reports, some saying that Twitter's employees were back in the offices in the following days. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.